Hey guys, welcome to another Almond Ra podcast. So today we're going to be talking about HIV um, and natural cures for HIV that we can get directly from nature, directly from God, directly from the source. And we're going to prove scientifically how this works. So I'm going to start with a study that was published in the, the U.S. National Library of Medicine, National Institutes of Health Government website. This is the link right here. Everybody can go look this study up again. I just want to emphasize that this is from the National Institute of Health. And so um, what we're going to discuss today is something called black seed oil, also known um, in a medical, medical term as nigella sativa. So in the abstract, it says Nigella sativa had been documented to possess many therapeutic functions in medicine, but the least expected is several reversion in HIV infection, which is very rare despite extensive therapy with highly active antiretroviral therapy. For everybody listening, when you hear the word sero reversion, that means the reversal of a disease or an illness or a virus. So this case presentation is to highlight the complete recovery. Did everybody hear that correctly? This case presentation, and this is from the National Institute of Health government website, journal, peer-reviewed and all. This case presentation is to highlight the complete recovery and reversion of adult HIV patient after treatment with Nigella sativa, also known as black seed oil concoction, for the period of six months. The patient presented to the herbal therapist with history of chronic fever, diarrhea, weight loss, and multiple papular pruritic lesions of three months duration, okay? So papular pruritic lesions are itchy papular eruptions on the extremities, face, and trunk with sparing of mucous membranes, palms, sores, and digital web spaces. On the arms, lesions are specifically localized on the extensor surface and on the dorsum of the hands. All right. So let's continue. <clears throat> Examination revealed moderate weight loss and laboratories of ELISA and Western blot confirmed seropositivity to HIV infection with pretreatment viral load and CD4 count of 27,000 copies per milliliter and CD4 count of 250 cells per milliliter, respectively. The patient was commenced on Nigella sativa concoction 10 milliliters twice daily for six months. He was contacted daily to monitor side effects and drug efficacy. Fever, diarrhea, and multiple pruritic lesions disappeared on the 5th, 7th, and 20th day, respectively, on Nigella sativa therapy. So, what they're saying here is that within 
five days, five to 20 days, his lesions went away, his fever went away, and his diarrhea went away. Okay. The CD4 count decreased to 160 <clears throat> cells per cubic milliliter, despite re significant reduction in viral load on the, on the 30th day of Intitiba. Repeated EIA and Western blood tests on the 187th day on Nigeria Sativa therapy was seronegative. Okay, so by the 187th day, that would be about, about six months after, he actually no longer tested positive for HIV after six months. Never tested positive again. And it's actual, even though his CD4 count went down for the first month, by the time he got done after six months, his CD4s went from 160 to 650 in six months, well, actually five months. And he has undetectable viral load. Several repeats of the HIV test remain seronegative. Averamia, which is like a virus and normal CD4 count since 24 months without herbal therapy. So he actually did not have to keep taking the black seed oil after the six months was up. This case report reflects the fact that there are possible therapeutic agents in Nigella sativa that may effectively control HIV infection. Okay. So let's continue. <clears throat> So YB is a 46-year-old man. He was an artisan, and he was recruited via the herbalist into the prospective research study and presented with fever, diarrhea, weight loss, and malaise for three months duration. He had multiple popular pruritic skin lesions and weight loss evidence <clears throat> by prominent zygomatic process with seropositivity to HIV test. All right. So we went over that, we went over all that information already. The likely virucidal effect of Nigella sativa therapy on HIV infected cells might explain the initial decrease on CD4 count to excess CD4 T cell lysis when compared to lymphoesis. This is confirmed by significant viral load to undetectable level within three months, commensurable with HAART. So a lot of people like to push that you need to be on medication for the rest of your life. You need to take your antivirals every day, but this person did not take <clears throat> any antivirals and this person had an undetectable level and it went even further than undetectable. He no longer even tests positive for HIV, and that is what we call seroreversion, all right? Now, this is a sustained seroreversion for at least two years, at least two years, and this is after he stopped taking the black seed oil. So the sustained seroreversion caused by Nigella sativa might be due to complete absence of HIV infected cells from the body like Berlin patient. Because the half-life of circulating IgM and IgG are five and 23 days 
respectively, absence of the virus, the antigen would halt further B or plasma cell secretion. Because productive short half-life 24-hour CD4 T cells produce 93 to 97% of plasma virus, their rapid lysis or viral replication inhibition will cause viral reduction low to undetectable level on antiviral therapy. However, HIV from productively infected long-lived macrophage 14 days, resting or memory T cells about 50 years <clears throat> that account for one to 7% of plasma HIV continue to invoke antibody production. It was concluded that the sustained several reversion induced by nigella sativa concoction in this HIV patient means that all HIV cells at all stages in infected cells in the body must have been lysed. Therefore, there is need to further study more patients on nidilicetary therapy with HIV and its neurocidal effect on this pandemic virus. Okay, so if you look here, all right, this is the graph about his CD4 count, and this is the graph for his um, HIV positive. Now, if you look at this, um, he was undetectable after damn near two months, even though he was still positive on the test. The antibodies continued to go down. His CD4 literally between the third and fourth month went up 150 after a month. Okay. Um, and if you look at also, he was starting to get weekly positive around the fifth month. And by the sixth month, it was completely negative. No viral load, and his CD4 count was well within normal range at 650. And ever since then, his CD4 has continued to explode. Um, at his eighth month, he had 830, still negative, still negative, okay? <laughs> still negative all the way to the 47th month where he had a total of 880 CD4 cells. And that is just amazing, okay? Just amazing. This is an amazing story. And I really appreciate this study because we did not know the power of black seed oil until this study was made. And this was over eight years ago. And I don't, I'm not sure if there's been any other studies done on HIV and Nidella sativa. I'm going to try to find one just to see if they've done any more studies with this. Um, but of course, the government doesn't have an interest in that because they want people to continue to take antiretrovirals. And then as soon as you stop taking them for two weeks, your viral load goes right back up and you never test negative once you test positive. So this is an amazing story, an inspiration for people that are HIV positive. Just because you are HIV positive today, it does not mean you always have to be HIV positive, okay? So I want to send that message out there to all my African brothers and sisters, to all my African-Americans, Latinos, Native Americans, anybody that has ever tested positive for HIV, don't let anybody tell you that you're always going to be HIV positive because we do have a cure and it is found in Nigeria sativa, aka black seed oil. So I'm going to try to find if there's any more studies that have been done about this information. Let's see if we can find um, any more.
Okay. <clears throat> All right, so it looks like Nigeria sativa can also be affected on coronavirus. All right, so this is what this study is talking about here. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to get into the coronavirus in this particular podcast. I want to keep it strictly on HIV. So now that we've talked about that, let's talk about another way to cure HIV which is going to be um, vitamin B3. So this is a study from Cielo, Brazil, which talks about nicotinamide, which is vitamin B3. And it says nicotinamide activates latent HIV ex vivo in ART suppressed individuals revealing higher potency than the association of two methyltransferase inhibitors, chaocytin and BIX0. One two nine four. All right. So let's read about this. So it says here, latent HIV is a major hurdle in obtaining sustained HIV virological remission. Here we explored histone diacetylation inhibition property of nicotinamide for the first time in comparison to a combination of methyltransferase inhibitors to reactivate latent HIV ex vivo and CD8 depleted PBMCs, which are um, blood cells from antiretroviral treated avaremic individuals. NAM vitamin B3 reactivated HIV-1 from 13 out of 17, 76.4% samples compared to 80% using MTIs with mean viral load of 4.32 and 3.22 logs RNA copies, respectively. Mean pertinent time after NAM and MTI stimulation was 5.1 and 6.75 days, respectively. Viral purging in autologous cultures exhibited blunted HIV recovery with fluctuating viral loads, followed by complete viral extinction when expanded in an allogenic system. Again, I'm going to read that again. Viral purging in autologous cultures exhibited blunted HIV recovery with fluctuating viral loads followed by a complete viral extinction. Okay, I have never seen that type of language before when, when talking about HIV. We never talk about complete viral extinction. We always talk about, let's just make it undetectable, right? And it, it goes into more detail once they use the electron microscope. So they use an electron microscope, right, to see, can we find the virus, even one of them? And it says electron microscopy from five supernatants revealed anonymous viral particles with a lack of complete viral genomes when characterized by ultra-deep sequencing through metagenomics approach. Conclusion, vitamin B3 alone was more potent HIV-1 activator than a combination of MITIs for potential of clinical use. Being latent, HIV remains hidden from the immune cells in ART and long-lived resting memory CD4 T lymphocytes are believed to represent the predominant reservoir of proviruses. 
latency reversal agents have helped to interrupt the dormant state of HRV so that HRV expression may be induced, followed by clearer clearance of that cell by cytophactic effects, immune clearance, or antiretrovirals. Many distinct LRAs, Rorinostat, rom, Romitospin, Casotin, Panodernostat, BIX1294, thalidomide have demonstrated the ability to inhibit chromatin condensation, restore suppressor gene expression, and exert anti-tumor effects in many in vitro and in vivo studies. Hypoacetylation is one of the best characterized modifications where histone deacetylases cleave the acetyl group from amino groups of lysine residues in histone tails of nucleosomes. The results in condensed chromatin with less transcription factors accessibility, therefore silencing the gene. There are many pathways that can convert vitamin B3 into nucleotide tenomide mononucleotide through the enzyme nicotinamide phospholiribotransferase. This then can be converted into NAD by nicotinic acid, which is then active for NMM substrates. The regulation of HIV-1 transcription is an interplay of both viral and wholesaler components, such as nuclear factor kappa light chain enhancer activated B cells. Since NAM has been shown to affect SITR1 activity, we used vitamin B3 to revert HIV latency in comparison to a combination of two MTIs. We demonstrated that NAM alone is more efficient in breaking latency than the combination of MITIs in comparing the time and viral loads of the samples ex vivo. A total of 40 HIV-1 positive volunteers were recruited from the AIDS Clinic of the Federal University of Sao Paulo, Brazil, according to the following inclusion criteria. All right, we're not going to read that. So let's go to the results. To assess latency reversal agents for their ability to bring HIV out of latency, we used previously described MTIs and a novel SIRT inhibitor NAM ex vivo cultures of CDA depleted PBMCs from HIV-1 infected ART treated patients who had undetectable viral loads over a period of at least three years. HIV latency reversal was detected using a commercial viral load assay and a super maintenance from cultures by key PCR using the automated 2000 system. All right. Among samples treated with MTIs, 20 out of 25 samples, 80%, show viral purging with immune, a mean duration of 6.75 days. And among the samples treated with NAM, 13 show positivity of the cultures as inferred by the viral load results with a mean time of 5.1 days. All right. So what they're saying here is right here. It took five days to reactivate the latent HIV in those particular blood cells. It only took five days with vitamin B3, five days. And what they're saying is not only did it reactivate it, but it purged the virus, meaning that it completely extincted the virus after just five days, people. Now it says here, no HIV recovery was detected in control samples 
which were not subjected to the action of the LRAs used in the experiment. So they did not actually treat the people that have HIV with vitamin B3 and these other two MTIs. They just treated their blood cells. And just treating their blood cells alone proved what, what would happen inside their body. So they know that they can cure people of this, just like the other guy. We have black seed oil, which is going to be effective by itself. And then if you add um, vitamin B3 to that, you increase your chance from 80% to about 99% cure because you're using natural things that work in harmony with each other. Very, very key because black seed oil alone has been proven to reduce and kill all the HIV inside somebody's body. Within six months, you will be able to test negative. Now, imagine if you pair black seed oil with vitamin B3, you will be able to literally increase that time frame from six months to maybe three months, maybe even two months, can be completely undetectable as well as completely get rid of all the latent HIV. It may only take a month for some people. So literally, if you're listening to this podcast, share it everywhere you can so that people that have been HIV positive for 20, 30 years can finally get an HIV negative test, okay? We then compared the purging potential of vitamin B3 and MTIs by considering time duration that LRAs took to break latency in the resulting viral loads. The proportion of positive samples treated with NAM was superior to the proportion of MTIs in the earliest category of purging. Less than three days. So less than three days in some categories was the latent HIV activated and they're saying um, in some cases it didn't even take four days. Thereafter, the two types of treatment were roughly equivalent in the proportion of samples that demonstrated purging. Okay, we compared the viral loads of supernatants at first positive collection. In this case, NAM showed higher mean log viral load than MTIs, and this difference was found to be significant. These findings suggest that activation of HIV transcription with NAM is more potent than MTIs. We were able to quantify pole viral DNA in 14 out of 25 individuals treated with MTIs in vitro with a medium of 142 copies. In three out of five negative cultures, one sample was also negative for proviral load, okay? So what they're saying here is that, <clears throat> okay, in 14 people, they got the viral load right after they treated the latent HIV with the MTIs. Now, in three-fifths of the negative cultures, okay, one sample was also negative from viral load entirely. So let's pull that table up right here so we can look at it. So what we're looking at here, 
all right, is we're looking at the demographic, virologic, and immunological characteristics of samples treated with MTIs and NAM ex vivo. All right, so here we have proviral load copies, viral load before treatment, CD4 count, current CD4 count. Um, and some people are doing really well. Some of these people have had HIV for 15, 10 years and they have 1,200 CD4 cells. I mean, that's amazing. Um, so looking at this sample, all right, I'm looking at proviral load copies, right? And we look at proviral load copies. If you look at this person right here, it says negative, meaning none. And then if you look at some of these other people that says not available or something, I'm not sure what that means, but three-fifths, three-fifths have no virus, no viral load. All right, and they're saying that this is because of the treatment. So that is what that is what this is really saying. It's saying, <clears throat> reading reading it again. They were only able to quantify proviral DNA in fourteen out of twenty five individuals treated with MTIs in vitro. In three fifths of negative cultures, one sample was also negative for proviral load. <laughs> All right, now treatment with both. MTIs and NAM exhibited a common feature in terms of viral purging. Blunted HIV recovery with fluctuating viral loads that either increased over time or declined despite cultures being continually fed with new CDA depleted and PHA activated LRAs treated PBMCs. Seven samples treated with MTIs and five treated with NAM showed an increase in viral load over a course of 29 and 18 days respectively. On the other hand, seven samples of MTIs group and four from NAM show decrease in viral loads. Sample S31 treated with MTIs showed abnormal behavior in the culture. It turned positive at day 10, but returned to negative in the two subsequent collections, although the culture was fed with new round of MTIs treated CDA depleted autologous PBMCs, and the medium was being replenished every third or fourth day. It turned positive again at day 21 when it was fed for the third time with a new round of cells. At seventh collection, the viral load was undetectable again, showing an extinction of the virus according to viral load assay. The sample turned positive again at ninth collection after a fourth round of feeding with autologous cells presenting a viral load of 10,000 copies. We hypothesize that this fluctuation of viral loads could be related to some sort of host restriction interfering with the viral replication. To resolve this, we selected nine samples and expanded these viruses in allergenic samples and observed the same behavior of the viruses showing decline of viral load and ultimate extinction, supplementary table S1. All right, so this is figure two, characterization of the purge viruses using next generation sequences. All right, um, and this is showing the purging. So what we're looking at is 
how much virus was purged on what day. And these are electron micrographs from S2. This is the first demonstration in HIV-infected ex vivo primary cell cultures that NAM and vitamin B causes purging of dormant provirus with short-term treatment and notably high virus production. Considering reactivation in ex vivo assays with different LRAs, we observed significantly higher virus productions in the cultures treated with NAM. All right. It says here, cultures that stayed negative post-MTI's treatment were kept for a mean time of 20 days and an NAM for a mean time of only 10 days. It is conceivable that if cultures treated with NAM were also kept and fed for a longer period of time as were kept for MTI's, more efficient purging of the viruses from NAM treated samples were occurred. Unfortunately, these cultures could not be maintained for longer periods due to unavailability of autologous cells for continuous feeding. To find a correlation between viral purging and proviral compartment, we were able to quantify proviral DNA in 14 available samples exposed ex vivo to MTIs. Sample S13 remained negative for proviral load as well as in ex vivo culture. Therefore, we hypothesize that the HIV proviral compartment of this individual might be very low, preventing an efficient in vivo purging using MTIs. In conclusion, our observations provide the first evidence that Vitamin B3 has a latency reversal activity with a potency and efficacy conceivably superior to the combination of two MTIs. NAM acts as a double-edged sword as it can break HIV-1 latency by directly inhibiting SIRT1 or indirectly via NAD biosynthesis as an intermediate compound in activating SIRT1. Thus, early purging induced by NAM with significantly high viral load could be due to more than one mechanism being stimulated simultaneously. Decrease in NAD level has been reported in HIV infection. And since NAM has a central role in cellular metabolism, it is plausible that NAM supplementation can restore NAD levels and might also help in regulating in the redox environment among HIV infected individuals. In addition, our data suggests that cells harboring defective proviral pool can produce defective viral particles once they are stimulated and may be responsible for seropositivity, persistent immune activation, and residual viremia among individuals with suppressed viremia. New latency reversal strategies must be designed aimed at eliminating those cells harboring this defective proviral pool to obtain HIV seroreversion. So, so far we have discussed Nigella sativa, which is black seed oil, and we have discussed the power of vitamin B3. Both of them are powerful latency reversal agents, and also they can help you increase your CD4 count significantly. So there's one more that I wanna to touch on, which is selenium. And here, these are articles, let me see, where's this from? This is from, um, 
this is pull this up. All right, so this is an article by Goshuan Jiang. He works at the the UNC HIV Cure Center, which I've you know never heard of. But um, the project that he worked on was strategies to eliminate HIV reservoirs. And the title of his article is HIV Explode, Exploits Antiviral Host Innate Signaling for Establishing Viral Replication Early in Infection. All right, so let's read the abstract. It says antiviral innate host defenses acute against acute viral infections include suppress, suppression of host protein synthesis to restrict viral protein production. Less is known about mechanisms by which viral pathogens subvert host antiviral innate responses for establishing their replication and dissemination. We investigated early innate defense against HIV infection and viral evasion by utilizing a human CD4 T cell cultures in vitro in an SIV model of AIDS and vivo. Our data showed that early host innate defense against the viral infection involves GCN2AT4 signaling mediated suppression of global protein synthesis, which is exploited by the virus for supporting its own replication during early viral infection and dissemination in the gut mycosis. Suppression of protein synthesis and induction of an induction of where am I at? All right, let's start here. These changes diminish during chronic viral infection. HIV replication induced by serum deprivation in CD4 cells was linked to the induction of AT4 that was recruited to the HIV long terminal repeat to promote viral transcription. Experimental inhibition of GMC AT4 signaling either by a specific inhibitor or by amino acid supplementation suppressed the induction of HIV expression. Enhancing AT4 expression through selenium administration resulted in reactivation of latent HIV in vitro as well as ex vivo in the primary CD4 T cells isolated from patients receiving sup suppressive antiretroviral therapy. All right, so in vitro, okay, means that we are dealing with something that is within the glass, right, outside of a living organism. And ex vivo means that um, it also happens, you know, out in like some type of tissue or in some type of environment. But they're literally saying right here that selenium reactivates the latent HIV in the CD4 cells isolated. In summary, HIV SSV exploits the early host antiviral response through GCN2 AT4 signaling by utilizing ATF4 for activating the viral LTR transcription to establish initial viral replication and is a potential target for HIV prevention and therapy. All right, so um, this is the full article. I'm not gonna read all of it. I just want to get to the results.
All right, so it says in this study, our data show rapid suppression of protein biosynthesis and amino acid metabolism and the gut mucosa of rhesus macaques during the very early stages of SIV infection. This effect was linked to the activation of GCM2AT4 signaling and gut mucosa. These data were validated by the induction of the ATF4 gene expression in primary human CD4T cells. Experimentally induced amino acid deficiency resulted in the induction of ATF4 expression. All right, so here is the table. So we have our 13 animals, and it looks like, okay, they are negative for HIV. Um, they have no viral load, no gut viral load, and they have a CD4 count now. Some of them um, that remain positive after, let's say, let's say um, 10 weeks or 2.5 weeks, of course, they had to let some people um, go 10 weeks, you know, and stay positive and, and show what the virus would do. Um, we propose that viral infection induced host response of amino acid deficiency induces ATF4 expression. ATF4 in turn binds to the viral promoter in the LTR region and promotes HIV duplication. So, in vivo metabolic changes in the, in the gut mucosa during SIV infection. To determine the early host antiviral response to SIV infection, intestinal tissue and peripheral blood samples were obtained from rhesus nut cakes at 60 hours and 10 weeks following SIV infection. Progression of infection was monitored by the measurement of viral loads and CD4 T cell numbers. All right. So let's continue. All right, and this is where we'll leave it off. Okay, um, it says we sought to examine whether ATF4 is directly linked to the induction of HIV expression in immune cells during nutrient deprivation. The CD4T cells were treated with selenium. It had been previously reported that selenium induces expression of ATF4 in the Dracot CD4C T cell line. Treatment of JLOT cells with selenium induced reactivation of HIV and expression of ATF4. Similarly, selenium treatment of monocytic cells also introduced the reactivation of latent HIV. Treatment of primary CD4T cells with selenium resulted in the induction of HIV expressions in cells from four out of six patients. In conclusion, ATF4 expression was linked to the induction of HIV expression. Our findings suggest that ATF4 signaling may serve as a new target for limiting early establishment of HIV and um, infection and latency. All right, so that's what they're saying is that selenium can reactivate the latent HIV, whether it's a monocyte, whether it's a blood cell, whether it's a CD4 T cell, 
any kind of cell can be reactivated, all right? So that's, that's the most important thing to get from this information. So in summary, we have found three different ways to activate latent HIV to cure people. And if you take all three at the same time, you have a 99.9999% of reactivating all of the latent HIV and completely purging it and getting rid of it for good. So those three things in summary are, number one, Nigella sativa, which is also known as black seed oil. Number two, vitamin B3. And number three, we have selenium. So everybody needs to know this information that there is a cure that we can get rid of all things. All things can be cured, all things can be healed, all things can be improved. Um, with the help of God and nature, all things are possible. So I'm really, really happy to report on this and I really um, just wanna to continue to share this information. We're gonna have another podcast about cancer, diabetes, any illness in particular, if you have a request, uh, just email me, let me know, and we can do a natural cure podcast for that particular illness as well. And I'm very proud, very happy to, to bring you the science on this and to bring you the information and the knowledge and the wisdom. So all praises to the Most High for providing this information. And I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast, and I will see you guys in the next video.